0: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Welcome to the program. It's hour two. Dan and Medina, that's Dan Patrick's show. Morale is high. Fever's down, morale is high. Somehow related. Made it through the weekend finally and ready to go. A lot of football to discuss. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, on loan from CBS Sports, will join us coming up. Saints at the Buccaneers tonight. Packers win, Eagles win, Cowboys dominate. Bengals over the Chiefs. Again, the Niners win but lose. Jimmy Garoppolo, is there anything they can do with that position, or is it going to be Brock Purdy come on down for the rest of the season? 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. You can still order some calendars. Got a lot of great gifts there. Last-minute gifts. Stocking stuffers there, danpatrick.com, all available there, and uh, some great sales. Our program brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Oscar-winning filmmaker Jordan Peele. His latest is an epic sci-fi nightmare. And uh, you'll never look at the clouds the same way again. Stream Nope, now only on Peacock. I wanted to watch the Knives Out sequel And I was looking for it in the movie theaters. And all of a sudden, I can't find it. And I thought, oh, my God, did it bomb? And so I Googled it. I was like, Knives Out sequel. And it said, uh, taking it out of the theater, and they're going to stream it on December 23rd, I think, on Netflix. And I went, okay, wait a minute here. You had it in the theater, didn't last long in the theater, did well in the theater, and now it's going to be streaming on Netflix, that's the only place you're going to be able to get it.
3: Yes, Paul? Do you think after what Tom Cruise did with Top Gun, Maverick, and it just it crushed this year, I'm sure it's one of the biggest movies of all time, there'll be more movies in the theater, or do they have to be blockbusters to be in a theater?
2: Well, you have to know it's going to be a blockbuster. That's the only thing. Avatar is coming out again. I didn't see, is this the third Avatar? Because I didn't see the first one for sure,
4: and it made over a billion dollars. Yeah, see why is it there's something about that movie too that I just can't uh, for some reason press play on and I just I have no interest in seeing it even though it's supposed to be this incredible movie I have no interest yeah I, I've heard James Cameron
2: talk about it and people talk about how it's you know incredible and you know the, the uh, change their lives like oh my god avatar have you seen avatar I go no I don't want to see a cartoon
4: yeah see it's not anything, it's not getting nearly the reviews that Avatar has gotten, but I've started watching this series called Bad Sisters. Oh, Did you see that? Bono's daughter's in it. I talked oh, about yeah. this a couple of weeks that, ago. Yeah, have you watched that? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, Bono's daughter is in there. Yeah, 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 she's like the youngest yeah, one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't finished it yet, but man, is it good. Well, come on in. By the way, nine years ago
2: today, Ron Burgundy was in the man cave came in, in you know, Will Farrell said, hey, I'd like to come in, and uh, can I come in in character, and you only talk to me as if I'm Ron Burgundy. And I said, to, you know, Paulie and the guys, I said, uh, Will wants to come in as Ron Burgundy. And he's like, hell yeah. And I go, can we pull this off for a couple of hours? Because I had to treat him as if it was Ron Burgundy, and he said, look, I'm going to show up outside, and I'm going to have a couple of 40-ounce beers and donuts. And I'm going to be, so he's out there as Ron Burgundy. And, you know, cars are going by. Not one person stopped because you're not thinking, well, my God, Ron Burgundy is here, (laughs) but people drove by and then Will was out there. And then we let him in. And then uh, we spent two hours with him. By the time we were done with the show, we had boy band crazy. (laughs) You know, the atmosphere was wild. And then, uh, you know, I said, we got to get some police officers here. We asked them to come over just so Will could get out of the building. We had people who said, uh, hey, you ordered pizza. People were trying whatever they could do to get in the building to see Ron Burgundy, who was in town. But uh, that was nine years ago. That was a great, great gesture on his part. Yeah, Paulie.
3: It, it was wild. We had to get the cops in there to get him outside because he had to get in this SUV to go to Letterman. He goes outside and the people are there. The local news stations, two of them are there. Yeah, and he's he puts his hands up and starts giving a speech to the people, and then they <laughs> peeled out.
5: Yes, Tom. And he was producing the segment. He said, "I'm going to pretend that I'm lost. That we gave him, or I gave him the wrong directions." Yes. and he's just standing on the street corner, waiting to figure out how to get into the building.
2: We'll uh, get to phone calls coming up uh, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. I'm a, I'm a voter for the Heisman. I'm very proud to be able to vote. I've been able to vote on a lot of different awards in my career. And I uh, was able to vote on the NBA awards with MVP and rookie of the year, first, second, third team, all of those things. When I, when I was covering the NBA and it used to be that there was a mail-in ballot with the Heisman. And I know that there were a lot of people just wanted to get it out of the way because there's what, over 800 voters and my point is now all you have to do is, you know, fill out your ballot online and then you just send it in. But if I'm the Heisman committee, why am I not saying you have to vote after the conference title games? The voting should be open last night or Saturday night at midnight, let's say. Games are over. Now you can vote. And, and maybe you don't change your vote. I mean, Caleb Williams. Uh, Max Duggan was wonderful. I think those are the two top Heisman candidates. But if you open it up, why open it up early? Why why are we in a rush? Why not wait, be fair, everything that happens? But, you know, in the old days, you had to fill out your ballot and actually mail it in. Now you have it, you can do it instantaneously. And I, I just thought, if somebody already voted and didn't see what Max Duggan did in defeat... That's not fair to him and not fair to the Heisman balloting. Caleb Williams, once again, in defeat, didn't want to come out of the game, was injured, threw for 300 yards, three touchdowns. He didn't play defense, but he ended up losing. He's still your Heisman Trophy winner, in my opinion. Max Duggan, it felt like every week, was putting in these kind of performances. He was Unbelievable in 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 a moment where you go okay go out there and win a game i don't know why they didn't have him you know run a couple of times there on the goal line but we can talk to him uh, tomorrow about that i think he's scheduled to join us but you know that's what you you want to be fair to an entire season we've given out the Heisman in September before and October before and November before but i think you got to be fair cj stroud he had won the heisman Right? Best odds, best bet, C.J. Stroud-Heisman. I'm like, no. He's got a standalone game. He's got to win Michigan. Caleb Williams, had a, Caleb Williams had three standalone games, and he played well. He played unbelievable in those games. And the fact that he was injured and still put up a heroic effort uh, against Utah. And give Utah credit. Utah was a force, and they did not blink Because it looked like, oh, USC, is they're going to run up a big number here. And then all of a sudden, Williams got hurt on a scramble, and Kyle Whittingham does what he does, it feels like, every single year. Puts out a great, well-balanced, well-coached team, and that's what you saw. Yeah, Paul?
3: I'm looking back at the Heisman winners, and I don't think I could find in the past 15 years a preseason favorite who won the Heisman. It's always, like you said before, it's the story that overtakes a season. You know, Andrew Luck was a preseason favorite. Uh, Sam Darnold was a preseason favorite. Trevor Lawrence, none of them won it. But then you got Robert Griffin with Baylor. You saw what he did there. Johnny Manziel out of nowhere. Jameis Winston out of nowhere. Uh, Lamar Jackson with Louisville. No one had him as a preseason favorite. Baker Mayfield was a out of completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, not exactly out of nowhere, but it was his first season at LSU. Devonte Smith at Alabama. Waddle had better odds before the season yeah. for Alabama. Yeah. Bryce Young. That, a little more likely. People loved him a lot last year, but you know he was a sophomore. Yeah, But Bryce Young's not winning it this year, and he...
2: He was the preseason favorite.
3: Yes, one of, he and Stroud were yeah. one and two, yeah. either order.
2: Uh, Robbie in Iowa leads us off this hour, best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Robbie. What's on your mind today?
4: Hey, DP. Hi. Second time, long time. Six foot and a plump 270. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right. So I just want to go with the best of the weekend and uh, be... Fred McGriff going into the Hall of Fame, being voted unanimous, unanimously uh, by Betty. I think that's amazing. I always liked watching him play in the mid-90s. He was dominant at the plate, led the league in home runs, uh, I believe, two years, one in the AL, one in the NL. Um, just want to go to the uh, uh, Jacob deGrom Hall of Fame talk that you guys were talking about last hour. Mm-hmm. I guess, can you compare um, what deGrom has done in his two Uh, Cy Young seasons to kind of what Tim Lincecum did, um, you know, when he was playing and uh, the Hall of Fame talk. Thank you. Um,
2: You know, Lincecum was fascinating to watch, but he didn't have a long enough career. And didn't he have two Cy Youngs?
3: Yeah, Lincecum in his second and third season won back-to-back Cy Youngs. And then he became just a good pitcher. He had some injuries, but he kept pitching. He averaged 33 starts a year for the next five years. He won eighteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. He had a better team around him as well for, for with run support, but their careers are similar. Lincecum and uh, Degrom, different, you know, highlights, but two Cy Youngs and decent the rest of the way. Yeah,
2: I, I don't think Jake Degrom is a, a Hall of Famer, but I mean that's just if you say his name, is he a Hall of Famer?
4: I'd say no. Yeah. See, gonna do a, a quick Tim Lincecum career salary. <laughs> No,
6: 2008
4: to 2018.
7: Highest
2: <laughs> he mm-hmm. <laughs> got for one year was 22. Everybody but Fritzy sing. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> all
4: right, all right. One hundred and two point five million dollars. How about that? We—it we, was a game. We were supposed to guess. I know. It's just taking so long <laughs> oh, okay. to actually get to someone making a guess. I figured I'd just jump in and say it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fred McGriff got into the Hall of Fame. The
2: Veterans Committee. Uh, bonds and Clemens did not. And Don Mattingly was also on that list as well. Yes, Paul.
3: Don Mattingly needed four more votes to get in, of course. That's a shame of a career, because it's so good. It's not going to be remembered outside of New York.
2: But people should understand there's only like 10 votes to get. It's not like, you know, there were 2,500 votes. It's a
3: 16-member contemporary baseball-era ballot announced on Sunday. 12 12 votes out of 16 were needed. Well, 12, okay. So McGriff got all 16 Madden got eight, Schilling got seven, and Bonds, Sosa, all those guys, Clemens, Raphael, does that mean they have no more chances after this, or are they on this list for a while?
2: I don't know how long you're on this list. I don't know if it's a one and dunner, but uh, I'm not surprised Bonds and Clemens. Who? Well, Schilling's a Hall of Famer, okay? He is. Like him or not, he's still a Hall of Famer. Yes, Todd.
5: You want to play, what is Donnie Baseball doing now? Which happened recently.
2: He is uh, part of the Toronto Blue Jays coaching staff.
5: He is the bench coach of the Blue Jays. Yeah. Nicely done. That happened like in the last week or
2: so. I guess that game is over. I guess that game is <laughs> over. It's quicker than <laughs> Chris Allen. <Allard>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Schilling's a Hall of Famer. Mattingly just missed. You know, that If he had had a couple years, productive years for those teams that won World Series... Then he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Paul
3: Schilling, after the age of 34, won 22 games, 23 games, 21 games. The only reason he didn't win back-to-back Cy Youngs is because he played on the same team with um, Randy Johnson. Yeah. Uh, his playoff numbers are probably, if not the best of all time, amongst the best of all time. He's 11 and two in the postseason as a starting pitcher with a 2.23 ERA. Yeah. I mean, he he's a Hall of Famer. It's got to be personal.
2: Feinan, yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Whether you agree with his politics, which I don't, but I have to look at him, and having covered him, he's a Hall of Famer. That's it. It should just matter. If, if each sport is different, but, you know, this is a guy who was a World Series MVP. I saw it happen in front of me, whether it was in Philadelphia, whether it was with the Red Sox, whether it was with Arizona. He did it. Like him or not. But, uh, Bonds and Clemens, I I know that we try to make the same argument with Barry Bonds. He was a Hall of Famer before. Well, I have to look at the totality of your career. You were, but then you're not because you cheated. You know, that guy was a straight-A student until he cheated. Was he still a straight-A student? No, he cheated. Yeah, Paul.
3: So this committee of 16 players included guys like Greg Maddox, Jack Morris, Ryan Sandberg, Lee Smith, mm. Frank Thomas, NuGenics. He brought some NuGenics <laughs> for everyone.
2: you like it too. Let's go. Mm. Uh,
3: some people Theo Epstein was involved. Artie Moreno, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a combination of players, owners, GMs meet, and a few media people as well. Mm. Now this uh, committee will re- meet again in 2025 to do this. It's like the overlooked committee to get people in the Hall of Fame who may be overlooked.
2: So it's not an oversight committee, it's an overlooked committee. Yeah,
3: so three more years.
2: And and then are the same guys on this ballot?
3: Yeah, the guys who didn't make it. So if you were Bonds, Sosa, or Clemens, you have three years to change their minds. And there, there should be no reason for them to change their minds. How do you
2: change their minds? Well,
3: that's what I was about to say. What if you went the other way and said, okay, I'm going to come out and say everything that I did and come out why I shouldn't have done it. I'm talking anyone, Bonds, Sosa, Clemens. And then maybe at the next vote they'll take that into consideration, because you have three years to do so.
2: They want to hear that. I, I ign- I'm speculating.
3: I'm speculating because oh. otherwise, why would this would mean that Bonds and Clemens are done forever?
2: Well, it does feel like the younger voters are are don't have a problem with steroids as much as you know the older voter. But they're not on this committee. These are former players or managers or an owner. That's what's tricky here with these guys. I don't know if we soften our stance on steroids over the next 10 years, but that won't help those guys. But Curt Schilling's a Hall of Famer, plain and simple. And he's on the short list. If you say you got a game to win, here, here's the ball. He's on that short list. And for years, I argued that Jack Morris was an ace for a couple of different uh, teams, And he was a guy that you would give the ball. He was, he's a guy that would give up five runs, but say, I'm going to pitch the whole game. That, that he didn't, you know, bow out where it's like, uh, I got bases loaded. I've given up by uh, one run. Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe I need to come out. He wanted the ball. He pitched. And he, he was one of those guys that you go, John Wayne put on a baseball uniform. Jack Morris was the guy. Yeah, Paul.
3: Jack Morris in his career had 175 complete games. These days, Good pitchers, like Jacob deGrom's probably got 10. <laughs> I me, might be overrating
2: it. Let me take a break here. Our good buddy, Ross Tucker, are the Cowboys the best team in the NFL? Not just the NFC. He'll join us coming up. More phone calls as well. Rick Neuheisel, the former coach, he will tell us, did they get it right with the playoff committee? And did Colorado get it right with Deion Sanders? We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, we got the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Man, you can do more than just open doors. You unlock potential. Last year, was it last year, Seton, you were on the road? Yeah. You and the French kid got in the Sprinter van. Drove to LA. Yeah. Oh, man, built, designed, equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal that you set. They would go off-road. You guys, yeah, we well, did <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did you plan on going <laughs> off road?
4: We didn't. But somewhere between the, somewhere in Texas, we got hit by a snowstorm and an ice storm, and uh, a lot of the highways were closed. And it took us through some very rural areas of Texas. Sixteen body
2: types, your choice of gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize. Now available in all-wheel drive, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. Now's the time to discover what it's like, what moves you the most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
2: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you
1: by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing
2: and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. He's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of Ross Tucker Football Podcast the uh, former NFL offensive lineman, host of uh, Even Money, a betting podcast. Our good buddy joining us, as he always does, every Monday. The best team
6: in football right now is who, Ross Tucker? Oh, I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles, Dan. And I think it's hard to make an argument otherwise at this point. That was an epic beatdown of a Tennessee Titans team that never loses two games in a row, that I have tremendous amount of respect for. My former teammate, Mike Vrabel, as the head coach, you know the Titans are tough. You know they're going to be in every game. They weren't at all. I mean, the Eagles totally dominated them up front, both sides of the ball. Dan, if they want to run for 350 yards, they do that against the Packers. You want them to throw for 350 yards, they do that against the Titans. Now they have six D tackles, a bunch of D linemen getting after Tannehill. Even their special teams were better. I think Jalen Hurts is probably at this point the MVP of the league, which is wild to even say. I think that right now it's the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think they have by far the strongest argument.
2: Okay. Then second-best team is who?
6: Well, that's a little bit more difficult. I do not think it's the Minnesota Vikings. You know, the Vikings have won every close game. I mean, the law of averages, Dan, you've been doing this a long time. You never win every close game. They've won every close game, there are only two losses. They got blasted by the Eagles and Cowboys.
2: Okay, the Vikings are the first team in league history to start a season 9-0 and in games decided by eight points or less. So that backs up your claim here.
6: It's- <laughs> I mean, so I'm going to use that all week, by the way. Thank you for that. That's stat of the day, stat of the day. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm going to use it all week. And it, what's really wild to me about that, Dan, it's not like they have Mahomes as their quarterback, right? Like, it's not like they have Joe Montana and you're like, okay – well, they're going to win their fair share of close games. They're going to win 6 out of 9 or 7 out of 9. It's Cousins, and it's 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 a wild stat. Right now, um, I still think the Chiefs are up there. The Bengals, I like the Niners as well, although it's a little bit of a different conversation now with the Jimmy G injury. Um, and certainly the Bills are still in the mix. I think it's clear the Eagles are the best. I think... Those three or four teams I just named, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, maybe the Cowboys, maybe the Niners are in the mix to be the next best one.
2: Wait, maybe the Cowboys? What am I missing here? Third in offense, third in defense? Is it? Is this just an anti-Cowboy bias by you?
6: No, I don't think so. I, I think the Cowboys absolutely deserve to be in the mix. I think they are one of the three, four best teams in the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. There should there should now I will also say this. It was twenty-one nineteen at home in the fourth quarter against the Colts. It wasn't an overwhelmingly impressive performance until all the turnovers happened late in that game. Um, uh, but they're playing at a really high level as well. I, I think I think I'll take the Cowboys probably right now over the Niners with Purdy at quarterback and the Vikings. So the two best teams in the NFC might both be in the NFC East, and it might be the two teams that destroyed the Minnesota Vikings earlier in the year.
2: What can the Niners do with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo done for the year?
6: Not much. Um, not like there's anybody out there. I, I guess they could maybe call like a Phillip Rivers. Oh, doesn't really no. Seem like no,
2: no, no, we can't do that. Why not? No, no. I, I'd rather call Drew Brees uh, as long as he didn't die from being, uh, you know, electrocuted or whatever happened struck by lightning um god you can no you can't bring in philip Rivers.
6: i i I hear you i wonder who they would consider i think they need to consider somebody I'm sure Favre would love to change the conversation around him right now. Favre wouldn't mind being in the headlines. No, 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 we can't have Favre back.
2: No, <laughs> we, 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 we can't. We, we, we can't do that. Um, all right, a couple other things here. Quarterback twenty-five or under that you would start your franchise with. So I give you Lamar, Kyler, Joe Burrow, or uh, Justin Herbert,
6: or other, Tua. Well, Hertz is in there. Oh, yeah. I, I think you gotta put Hertz in okay. there right now. Definitely not Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. Uh how old's Josh Allen? He's older than twenty-five. They're Twenty-six. Now? Okay. Out of those guys, it's either Joe Burrow or Hertz for me. Um you, you would take Hertz over Justin Herbert. Yes, I would. Yeah. I think Herbert is fantastic. And I will say this. It's a little hard to evaluate those guys at times. I'm watching both those games yesterday. Jalen Hurts, Dan, at times has like five or six seconds to throw the ball, and there's nobody around him. I mean, the clean. Meanwhile, you watch Herbert, I mean, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, they were all over him. He's running around. He's trying to throw the ball like this. I will say the thing that makes me lean towards Hurts. It is just so valuable having a quarterback that can run like that. I mean, it just opens up so many things for your offense. The question is like, what does that mean five years from now or 10 years from now when they're running isn't as much of a threat? But Jalen Hurts has real – Dan, I thought maybe this year he'd be a top 15 quarterback. Maybe. I'm stunned by this. Herbert was hit 14 times yesterday. Yeah. The Chargers are the same thing every year. I know, it's got to be maddening to be a fan of their. <laughs> I buy in. Guilty is charged. It feels like every
2: year. Why I go, nope, this is the year. Nope, this is no. Uh, but Joe Burrow, I think, is the right answer there.
6: Yeah. Now he has a decent injury history. Although I will say this about Joe, he's actually running a little bit more. Than I ever thought he had in him. He's not a runner, right? They're not. He scrambles. A ton he, of
2: dis- yeah, he he scrambles.
6: Yeah, he can get a couple. You need a quarterback. It's really hard now if your quarterback can't get a couple first downs with their legs. They even have called a couple quarterback draws now for Joe. Yeah. He missed a handoff yesterday and followed the running back up for positive yardage. I think Burrow is a very, very good answer. I think. The, the leaning towards Burrow would be he's already shown he can do it in the playoffs yeah. at a high level and win those games in the playoffs. Hurts has not shown that. Hurts has one playoff game against the Bucks and he was awful.
2: Yeah, I think that's where the tipping point is for Joe Burrow because he went to the Super Bowl, and you saw him go toe-to-toe with Mahomes, and didn't he, he didn't blink. And a couple of those passes were really difficult passes with the game
6: on the line. You know what I think is interesting about that, Dan? And and rightfully so. No matter what his stats are this year, no matter how well he's playing, there are a bunch of people that still won't totally buy in the Hurts until they see him do it in one of those back-and-forth games against Mahomes or Josh Allen or maybe Bro. And I get it. I, I, I totally get it. Until they see him do it in a big game, playoffs or whatever against a quarterback like that, people are still going to be skeptical of Hurts. I think that's fair until he shows it. Yeah,
2: because he did not look comfortable in the game against Tampa Bay last year. By the way, where is Tampa on the the landscape of good teams, great teams in the NFC?
6: Not in the top four. They're, they're, they're not, I think they are a clear step below Vikings, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles,
2: and they're going to be probably eight and nine and host a playoff game.
6: Yeah, and the thing that's crazy is they still have enough good players, and because of Brady, none of us would be like shocked if they went and won a couple playoff games. I don't see them winning three though. Man, they would really no. have to yeah. turn this thing around to be. Able, I mean, in in consecutive weeks to beat like. The Cowboys, the Vikings, the Niners, the Eagles—you know, some combination of two or three of those—I just don't see it. Ross
2: will be on the call Saturday for Army-Navy for Westwood One. Uh, what's the weather supposed to be like in Philadelphia?
6: You know, I didn't even look yet. I was just what? about to pull it up. I'll say this: my single favorite day of the year, Dan, every year, um, Saturday. It'll be it'll be nice, partly sunny. High of 44, so it doesn't look like we're getting a weather game. I try to describe it to people. You know, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. I never went. People would say, oh, you got to go to the Army, Navy, and you got to go. I, never, I was like, eh, I'm, I got Penn State season tickets. Like, I never went. You got to go. Anybody watching or listening, you have to go. It's hard to explain how your heart feels during that day, but it just – feels awesome you're you, everybody in there is like bursting with pride and patriotism yeah. no matter what the record is no matter what's going on I think it's the greatest rivalry in sports I know people say Ohio State Michigan those guys are all already have agents they're gonna sign with <laughs> that they know already they're all looking NFL for these guys this is it this is it like th- there is no bigger game they're not going to the playoff. college football playoff they're not going to the NFL. They're representing millions of men and women that watch the game. To me, there is no bigger game.
2: We'll be uh we'll be watching, we'll be listening. Thank you, Ross. Absolutely. See you, Dan. That's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of Ross Tucker Football Podcast, available every Monday. Always great to talk to him. And he's right about this. The atmosphere It's not about the records of the teams. It's the atmosphere that you have that you can't replicate. And if you do get that opportunity, I've said before, if you could ever get to West Point and watch a football game in October, early November, it's gorgeous, and you will never feel prouder, ever, never. You just watch those men and women, and you go, those are real heroes, you know, when we talk about oh the team's going into battle. No, they go into battle. But if you get that opportunity, it's a it's a wonderful feeling. Uh, let's see. Brian in West Virginia. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey bud, hey. uh five nine one ninety. <phone rings> Got a pie to the
6: face bet proposal for Marvin.
2: Oh, okay.
6: My my Marshall Thundering Herd versus his UConn Huskies. Oh, oh, let's December nineteenth. Uh, in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Marv.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Did no, you, no, 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 no,
5: no, 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 no. No, I was just saying okay to the phone call. No to the bet.
2: Oh, what? Uh, okay. Well, sorry about that, Brian. Did you even know that your alma mater was playing Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl?
5: I sure did. They play. That's a Monday.
2: Are they playing on the beach? I hope so. But that'd be great.
3: Yeah, they, they played uh, at yeah. 230
2: on uh, the mothership. Yeah, I'm pulling.
3: And this is only the third Myrtle Beach Bowl, so it could be one of the greatest in Myrtle Beach Bowl history. Mm-hmm. Could be. I'm pumped the brakes. Well,
2: we do love Myrtle Beach. Oh, we do love Myrtle Beach. Uh, Ron in California. Hi, Ron. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, Dan, I want to thank you and Tyler for taking my call again. Hmm. Um got a whole bunch of worst of the weekend, unfortunately, no best. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to chime in on MBD if I could.
2: Oh, so, okay.
7: So so um, the worst of the weekend is the uh, U.S. men's soccer team getting eliminated. Uh, a worcester would be the USC defense for getting to show up. Mm. And then... Uh, the worst is is, as you might guess, Ohio State backing into the college football <laughs> playoff by sitting on the couch. You know, there's how you should be required to be in your conference championship.
2: All right. Well thank you, Ron.
7: Anyway, well, anyway, can I do the MVD, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: MVD, MB, most valuable, Dan. Yeah,
7: MVD, absolutely. Is. As much as I like Fritzy, Uh-oh. I know he puts himself in embarrassing situations <laughs> okay. you know, for, the, for the show. I know that's mean-spirited, but I got something else mean-spirited. Every time you let him sing, that's a nail in the coffin for the Emmy. I'm sorry about that. My vote would be for Marvin. Uh, he has, you know, he slid in there naturally, replacing McLovin, which was a pretty darn tall order, and, you know, he's just, he's got a lot of, him, but he's funny, so my it is for Marvelous Marvin and his baby hand.
5: All right, well, thank you, Ron. All right. Best call of the day. Yeah. Feel free to call back anytime.
2: Yeah, the singing, I do hear, <clears throat> I think you can sing, Todd, but it feels like sometimes when you sing, I got this adverse reaction. Like, people don't like it.
5: Yeah, but what about, all the people that don't tweet or call in that may like it. Well, just... I
2: don't I don't I haven't heard from them. <laughs> they don't call in. They don't tweet. I how would I know how they're I guess feeling? You <laughs> I
5: like to think positively that those are all the people that do like
2: it. Okay. I'm gonna talk to the backroom guys about how we vote let the audience vote for the most valuable Danette and least valuable Danette. And I think I'm gonna raise the stakes here about what you get. If you're the most valuable Danette. I think there might be uh there might be some monetary awards. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Monetary uh-huh. award. But if you lose, you're the least valuable Danette, then you gotta pay me money. <laughs> <laughs> so Todd, get your checkbook. Wow. What? What? No. I don't
5: think I want to make that deal.
2: Yeah. Well, no, you're the one that wants it open to the people. I do.
5: I think we all do. I think that's a fun thing to do. All right. Not only that, I want comments. You do. Like a one-sentence description. Okay. Why you voted the way you did.
2: And you'll read the mean ones. Absolutely. Okay.
5: That's yep. fun. Uh, mean tweets. Who are over, you? Who, no, but that goes over very well in the late-night circuit.
2: It mean does. Tweets. It does. But can you handle it?
5: I'll have to somehow grow yes. up at some point.
2: Yeah. Like <laughs> yes, well. Is you suck a full sentence or is that just a phrase? <laughs>
3: is there punctuation?
2: Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. And did Colorado make the right choice with Dion Sanders? Rick Neuheiser will join us coming up a little bit. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, and why not? The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards. Now keep in mind, official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. But also the official trading cards from the NFL, the NBA, FIFA, and now for a limited time, UFC NFTs are giving select holders a chance at an ultra-exclusive VIP experience in Las Vegas. Rip packs today. Try to find the ultimate fan card, plus the all-time top UFC fighter. Share your cards in the public gallery. Complete challenges. Earn exclusive award cards. And build a wish list for the items that you love. Panini NFT trading cards giving collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, and rare inserts from every base pack. That's paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. Panini America, the
0: This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis and together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks buddy. Uh, That's right, Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: kingdom of the planet of the apes enter the kingdom in imax now playing and in theaters everywhere get tickets now
4: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing
5: i'm so glad you made it
4: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Watching the Niners and the Dolphins. I didn't realize that Tyreek Hill has 24 receiving touchdowns of at least 40 yards since he came into the league in 2016. That's nearly double anybody else over that span. Tyler Lockett is next. He has 13, but... uh, The 49ers have now held five consecutive opponents to 17 points or less. That's uh, the longest streak the team has had uh, since they did this back in 1996 and 1997. And Joey Bosa, you forget about him, and then you remember him quickly. Uh, You know, so Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, uh, both great. But if you look at, uh, you know, what they do, uh, Joey Bosa now has a sack in six consecutive games. We have a football game. I don't know what the game is, but Paulie says we have a football game.
3: Dan, you mentioned that the 49ers need a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. could be needed and they can't really make moves at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a little fill-in-the-blank game. Well, mm-hmm. NFL fill-in-the-blank.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Blank are expected to release quarterback blank. He'll hit waivers when it's five lines later today. Blank are expected to release quarterback blank, he'll hit waivers later today. This should cause a bit of a ruckus with the 49ers situation. Okay. Do you do you or do not pick up this player? Would anyone like a guess or would you like a hint?
2: Um,
3: Joe Flacco. Ooh. I would say a bigger deal than that. Bigger deal, maybe not necessarily a better quarterback, but a bigger deal. Jameis Winston. Ooh, good, that's a fine guess. No. Okay. Marv. Sam Darnold. No, but you're okay. much closer. Baker Mayfield Jr. The bloop, third. Bloop, bloop. The Panthers are expected to release Baker oh. Mayfield later today. Oh. 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 A competitive quarterback who can <laughs> who plays well with a good system around him and talent around him. No. Too bad there's not an opening for that.
2: Could you no. imagine? Oh, my God. The storylines, if he played well and then you got the Jimmy G out for the year and then Trey Lance out for the year and then coming back,
4: I think the Niners were open to Jimmy G back next year for this team. By the way, was that college that we heard he plays well with good people around him and a good system? Uh, the
3: last time it happened. Man.
2: Yeah, but you put him in a Kyle Shanahan offense. thats guy's the limit on yeah, that. one. He's going to help him succeed.
3: <laughs> yeah, Paulie. Would the Niners be dumb to do it? You are in a position now. You are a playoff contender. You have a, a kid who's played almost no football as your quarterback.
2: I would, uh, I'd kick the tires on it. Yeah, sure. I, I at least know that he can play in the NFL. Um, at least he's shown that he could play in the NFL, and uh, he's he's had a two seasons where he played pretty well. Brock Purdy, I have no idea, unless they feel like, hey, this guy. You know, makes more sense for the offense that we have and what we want to do, and he's going to listen to the coach. But if Baker Mayfield Junior. the third is out there, do the Niners pick him up? I'm, I would, I'd entertain it. I mean, you got Josh Johnson as your backup quarterback now. I'm trying to wonder though, what's the downside if you bring in Baker Mayfield? Uh... Well. If he can't play, then he can't play. But if you bring him in for two months, it's not like he has any bargaining power. Hey, do you want to play or not want to play? If you bring him in, he plays well. Boy, what a storyline. Yeah, Marv.
5: So what do you think? Uh, do you think Kyle Shanahan will say, hey, Christian McCaffrey, hey, what's up with your boy? You liked him? You kind of give him, a, you know, hey, what do you
2: think about him? Okay. Think he'd be good for us? I would ask that. I'd ask anybody who played with Baker Mayfield or against him. Yeah, Paul. Baker could live in the stadium, fire up the pro- pro- progressive oh, oh, machine oh, again, oh, and get it rolling. Levi Stadium. I like that. Get the commercials back. Uh, <laughs> <all> right, relax. <laughs> We're back. Uh,
4: I don't. Has anybody na- seen the box with the kitchen, <laughs> off. <laughs> anybody seen the box?
3: <laughs> Only in the NFL could this be a storyline. This, this is
2: good, though. John in Virginia. Hey, John, what's on your mind today? Uh, happy
5: holidays,
6: Dan. Thank best you, John. Best and best of the weekend, all positive. Uh, Fred McGriff getting into the Hall of Fame. I don't remember anything about his playing career, but growing up watching Sports Center every summer, there was a commercial for Tom O'Mansky's defensive drills and hitting techniques. And Fred McGriff endorsed those hitting techniques. Yeah. So. That's what he's remembered most for for, by me. Um, Other best, uh, William & Mary football
5: uh, game this weekend. Cam Newton's brother plays wide receiver for the team. And Cam Newton was at the game, but was he sitting with the families?
7: No, he was looking like Gulliver with the rest of the students wearing a designer (laughs) fedora and jacket. There's a video. It looks great.
2: All right. Well, thank you, John. Thanks for the phone call. Cam Newton, Gulliver, yes.
3: I, I saw that clip. You know, I watch all the FCS games, and, and all the students are wearing like hoodies, and Cam looks like he's at Fashion Week, and uh, he's got this huge bowler hat on.
2: How about Cam Newton helping the uh, 49ers? Uh, Colin Kaepernick helping the 49ers. Coming back to his uh, former team? Yeah, I don't know how desperate the 49ers are. Tim Tay's but- available. Tim is available. Tim Rattay, old school. Oh, I thought you said Tim Tebow is available. Oh no, he no. is. He is, he but is. He is. <laughs> uh Well, you're the Niners. You got a Super Bowl caliber roster there. Do you do you bring in Baker Mayfield if he's going to be released?
4: Yeah, Paulie.
3: If you want a guy who will take a Super Bowl caliber roster and make sure they don't advance in the playoffs,
4: there's your guy. Wow. Sorry. man. 49ers tanking, question mark?
2: Final hour coming up. Did the committee get it right? We'll talk to Rick Neuheisel, former college coach, CBS sports analyst. And did Colorado get it right with Deion Sanders? Final hour in this Monday coming up. One more item as we close out hour two, it's Stiefel, S-T-I-F-E-L. Stiefel's here to help you. And you might go, what do I need help for? Well, we all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times. We achieve it in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs or maybe thinking about retirement, you have your own version of success. Do I have enough money? What are my retirement accounts, my investment portfolios? Retirement's a big deal. Don't go alone. Can't afford to make a mistake. And for over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like us create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming social security and implementing an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the beginning. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Stiefel.com. Find your financial advisor, S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com. Stiefel, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. At Bed 365 we
0: don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.